Okay, Bus Bench Babes. Um, today I have a super fun interview. I am interviewing Jen Turcotte. She's the owner of Cosmetology, and you're going to die when you hear how sexy this company is. Um, she is really dominating in a male-driven industry, and I'm so excited for this interview. Let's dive in. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Okay, Jen. Hey, we've had some technical difficulties, but we're here. No, what are you you talking about? I'm excited to meet you. You too. Thank you. <laughs> okay, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh boy, where do I start? I, uh, I guess I would say that um, I love what I do. I'm a workaholic. I am surrounded by beautiful cars, and I get to help people all the time, which is amazing. Whether it's cleaning the car or teaching uh, other detailers how to do their craft, and um. Yeah, I hang out with my dog and my boyfriend, and that's about it. <laughs> my life is pretty simple. Yeah. Well, I was introduced to you like your Instagram page from my husband. And really? So we we're pretty big car people. Like we're into Land Cruisers and we've got uh-huh. Audis. And he's like, Ooh, hey, check yeah. out this yeah. chick on Instagram. And I'm like, okay, this is hella cool. So I guess I didn't even say in the intro, like you do high-end car detailing, right? I do. Is that like how I do, you describe it? I do now, but I would definitely say that I graduated to get into that because I've probably folded a million towels, dried, vacuumed, pressure washed, scrubbed, cleaned, puke, um, so many when I when I work, first started, I worked at a car wash, and they we had probably I don't know eight different fleet accounts with um, I don't know how many dealerships. So we would take in trades, and those trades we wouldn't really get paid that much money, but still, I mean, I've probably shampooed I don't know how many minivans and cleaned disgusting things from underneath seats and dirt and semis, boats, motorcycles, um, pretty much you name it, I did it, and yeah, that's why I've definitely got the experience to be able to work on what I do today. So you totally paid but your dues is what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I definitely did. And I feel like there's some people that think that I just, you know, that's all I work on. That's all I've ever worked on. And it's, but it's definitely yeah. not the case. Yeah. So like today, if someone came to you with their, you know, minivan, would you still detail a car like that? Or 100%. I would, I would love it. It would take me back. <laughs> yeah. I love shampooing minivans because, um, I don't know. You can do some pretty cool patterns in that big area. <laughs> well, okay. How did you get into this? So, you what car wash did you work at here in the Twin Cities? 
Yeah, so there was actually one that I started at when I was about 15. It's kind of like what the cool thing to do was with uh, everybody in school. And that one was in Shanhassen right off of Highway 5. I didn't realize that you were from Minnesota. Where are you from? Oh, yeah. No, I live in Excelsior. Oh, my God. So you know, like, Youngstead. That's where I get my car wash. <laughs> you go to the one in Excelsior, though. So I Well, no, I go to one. both. I usually go to the okay. tan one because it's okay. on my way to, like, my office and stuff. So, yeah, no, I go to yeah. – I have, I have the monthly membership, so I go to both. Yep. So that's okay. the one that I started at. Um, but the manager there, he – he would always take my pill at the end of the night, and he's like, oh, don't worry, I got this. So I would probably say maybe after about a month or two, I got fired because the totals didn't add up. Do I know, like, I never had any sort of control of it. I never, I don't, I don't even know right. what I did at once. So who knows what was going on. Um, and then after that, I worked at a dealership for a little bit. I didn't really like it. I do remember specifically one time. I went up on a car on a lift, and I think it's just like a little nap. But I don't really think I took any job seriously before I was 19 years old. Uh, but then I, at 19 years old, I kind of like went through some stuff growing up um, in my family life. And so I also one day I just kind of like toughened up. And when I was 19, I got a job in another full-service car wash detail center. There was the, the owner. He was kind of like a drill sergeant. And... I don't know. I just kind of like wanted to make him proud because everybody was sitting there disappointing him, and it it wasn't really that hard to, um, you know, clean a window and vacuum a car out and dry it properly and all sorts of stuff. So it was just like my thing to try and make him proud. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of like how it started: is full service car wash detail centers and like a hot second at a dealership, so I could actually see how that works. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. okay, so this is such – I feel like this is a really male-dominated industry. Is that mm-hmm. – is, is my perception correct? Yeah. There's definitely only um, a few women that I know that stick with it. And, I mean, you definitely got to love to work hard because it is a lot of work. It's But you also got to love, like, the transformation because it's kind of taking something – you know, that definitely needs, like, attention, and then, you know, at the end of the day or after, you know, a few hours or at the end of the week kind of depends on how long, you know, what size project that you're doing, you get to take something and it looks like a complete transformation, and it's it's so beautiful. So, yeah, there is, there's like not... That's a lot like what I do in real estate, though, when I'm, like, getting a yeah. house ready to go on the market. Like, I'm taking uh-huh. a turd, we're staging it, decluttering <laughs> yeah. it, and then I'm making it pretty to go on the market. So a lot like yeah. what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. That's crazy. Okay. How did you come up with your sexy business name? I love it. That's, that's what really stood out to me when my husband's like, check out this chick's site on Instagram. And I'm like, okay, I like her already. How can I be? Oh, with this girl? <laughs> oh, oh, yes. I love it. Um, well, when I, I looked at detailing kind of like a car cosmetology, because there's so many different treatments and that's Allie in the back. She's a badass. She works her ass off. Hi, Allie. You can't, you can't really hear her. Sorry. <laughs> um, but, yes, yeah, she is a rare breed. 
Um, but I always called it my car cosmetology because there's so many different treatments and procedures that you can do to, like, stay yourself at the salon or something like that. Yeah. Um, so you can definitely do that to cars, too. Like, I definitely relate paint to, like, nails, for instance. Like, when you go and get your nails done and you take off, like, the nasty fake nails, it's all, like, disgusting. And then you take a four-sided nail buffer and you go over it with the heavy side and then kind of finish it out to where it's, like, shiny and, like, like brand new nails and then you put the different level of protection on it, whether it's a top coat essentially that's kinda of like a wax or a paint sealant. Um that's not gonna last very long, but it is something on it. Or if you're gonna get something like a ceramic coating per se, that's kinda of like a gel coat or an acrylic or a dip. You know, because that's gonna last longer and yeah. it's be more durable. I'm um, I'm all dipped up, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I love the dip. And then um yeah, that's just kind of like why I looked at it as like a salon perspective and so called it the car cosmetology and then I just, my mom, because um, I kind of, she's my insurance agent as well, but when I told her I was starting a business, she's like, well, you can't just like call it Jen's Garage. So <laughs> I just sat there and I like thought about weird names and then I just kind of like morphed that together and... I was like, I really like that. And then there were some people that, you know, laughed at it and they would say like, oh, that's a real big mouthful. Nobody's ever going to be able to say that. And I was like, I really don't care. So, yeah, um, I love it. I think it like you. totally sets you apart. You're like, okay, I need to know more about this because this is not your average like Jen's Garage type place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think yeah. I think it's sexy, but I also think that it creates intrigue and interest. Like mm-hmm. you need right. to know more. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so cool. Okay, so like just looking on your Instagram page, it looks like you're a national trainer for car detailing products. And like you have your own stuff yeah. branded to you. Mm-hmm. It's just okay, one it's just, Yeah, it's just one product right now, but um so detailing for a really long time, there's multiple different like products and brands that I would use. Um, there's some of them that you find like in the industry, people are just trying to like have you use their products and you know, it might just be like shit for products. And so, or it's like super expensive and they just want you to sit there and promote for it. But so you kind of get like, you know, fed the Kool-Aid sometimes and then you realize like, okay, this is shit. And not saying that there wasn't like, there were some good products out there, but, um, they just wouldn't last that long. And I, like, there were different sort of variables um, that I would want in um, in a product, like, brand. So mm-hmm. the one that I work with, like, I am not going to lie, like, I use multiple different brands. And, like, by the time I got to this one, I, like, talked shit to the owner because he, like, sent me some of the products. And I'm like, why am I going to use your stuff? Um, and he's just like, oh, just try it out. And he was, like, the nicest guy ever. He's from Canada. Um, and he – I tried it out for, like, a year and a half. And after a year and a half of trying that out and a lot of other products, I was like – like, I called him up again. I'm like, hey, remember me? Like, I really like your stuff. <laughs> and then he's like, well, you know, what are your goals? He's just always been a nice guy. He's like a dad to me now. But he's like, well, what are your goals? What do you see yourself doing? Um, I'm glad the products work for you. And I was just like, I really want to be, like, I see myself training and helping other people. Like, I love to help people. Shining the car is really cool at the end of the day. But I definitely want to take, like, that next step to be able to help other people because people are always asking me, you know, how do you do this? How do you do that? Um, and I would like to get paid for it, too. Because yeah, I'm why not? Yeah. So um, I ended up getting brought on the next day. And 
now I train around the country. Um, people come here. I go all over. Um, we have a training facility out in Kentucky. But the product that um, that developed was I started using it about two and a half, three years ago. Uh, it's kind of like a, I was a bartender and a server for a really long time. So one day I just kind of like we mixed a whole bunch of products together because I was cleaning out door jams of a car. There's water spots all over. And after mixing a bunch of – thanks, Allie. <laughs> brought it over. It's like one of the <laughs> bottles. Um, but after mixing a few products together because I was using them individually, I'm like, why don't I just mix this together and like see if it works? Yeah. So it actually like worked amazing, like better than I thought. And it's really cool. How because, cool. Yeah. It's like a, so quick detailer is something that you kind of like, you know, it's like a quick detail. Spray it all over the car, wipe it down, make it look nice and shiny. Um, and then there's, you know, a water spot remover, um, and then there's a car wash soap in it. So it's kind of all mixed together and then diluted a little bit. So the cool thing is with it is like, let's say you're spraying it on, let's say you got shitty water at your house. You like, cause a lot of people like here in Plymouth, we have shitty water here. So if you mm-hmm. don't have like a filtered system, after you get done washing your car, you're going to have these kind of like water drip lines and then you go to wipe the water drip line and you're still going to see the outline so yes i hate um, that take, yeah so or like after you get done going to a car wash and you go down the road and you got those like on each yeah. side of your mirrors so you take this stuff and you just kind of like spray it and it's kind of cool because like the water spots like light up around it and then it's kind of like hydrogen peroxide reacts to like a dirty wound you know how it, like, fizzes okay. up? Yeah. So it fizzes yeah. up real quick, and then you wipe it away, and it just easily wipes away. Because most of the time with, like, a quick detailer, it won't get through that um, that crud. Yeah. Um, but it's good for that. It's good for boats, bikes. It's good for grease and grime. It's good for just wiping the car down. It's good for um, wheels, calipers, exhaust. Like, my, my boyfriend, he ended up using it on, like, the glass um, balcony that we have out in Vegas. There was, like rain stains and stuff like that so and then like shower doors it's just like kind of like a it's a pretty sweet product okay so was the canadian guy like holy crap we need to get her in the lab to help us create stuff well i just gave him the formula quick and one day i remember like i was sitting here in the detail bay i'll show you our recording this but sitting here in the detail bay like literally standing in front of a car just like right there yeah. And I just kind of, like, looked up, and I'm like, please, God, just, like, let it be a good day today. You know, because some days are, like, really stressful. I got five cars in, like, during the week, and then I, you know, help people with IGL throughout the day, and um, it gets really stressful. So I just wanted a smooth run a day, and literally, like, a half hour later, Joel is his name. He called me up, and he's like, guess what? We're going to come out with um, your product in November. And I just, like, started bawling. I'm like, oh, my God. So it was That's so cool. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does a typical day look like for you? <sighs> well. <laughs> I know you get to bring your awesome dog to work with you. Is it Koa? Yeah. Koa, I where are you? I just passed right behind you. It's a she, right? She or he? Come here. It's a girl. You want a treat? So, come on, Cobes. So, I get to, hold on. Come here. 
Oh, my gosh. She's so cute. So I get to bring her to work with me every day. Yes, it's amazing. Um, she's my biggest supporter, and it's Allie's coworker. Every time she's not here, Allie's co didn't come here one day, and Allie was here, and she's like, where's my coworker? She got pissed. <laughs> Pretty much. So she's definitely our support animal because, like I said, we successful. Um, but, no, I usually come in, um, like, Mondays are really crazy for me because I'd say about two cars get dropped off. Um, they need to be washed, prepped, ready um, for polishing. Um, usually some of the polishing on cars take anywhere up to, like, 20-plus um, woman hours. And wow. then I have to go through uh, a list of people that ended up buying, like, the week prior. My boss from IGL, he'll send me, like, the weekly list of who purchased. So I have to look through that and, you know, reach out to them and see if they have any questions on the products. And then there's – I have to make sure that I'm monitoring, like, Facebook groups just in case, you know, people have questions on there or um, – you know, it's kind of crazy because – Detailers, I'll be honest, are very dramatic. So, um, and most of the people that are online, right, like online in these detailing forums and stuff like that, I'll be real, like they don't have enough work to do, obviously. Some people that are positive on there, but there's some people that like literally go on there and like tear people down. So I just feel like it's just, it's crazy. Like I, I sit there and I think, you have, like, let's say, so we have a, for instance, a detailing page for IGL. So if you got any questions or, like, you do something cool, you know, be, like, an influence, like, a positive influence on, like, other people that are using that same right. product so you can do something beneficial with that product as well. Well, some people will go on there and they'll be like, you know, fuck these bottles. I can't get the sprayer to work, blah, blah, blah. Anyone else having a problem? And it's like, whoa, dude. Chill the fuck out, okay? <laughs> Imagine if somebody went on your business page, one of your customers. They went on there and said, like, I just went outside and the bird shit landed on my car. It didn't levitate on top of it. I just got my car detailed. Like, it's etched in there. I left it in there for seven days. What the fuck is going on? And then all of a sudden the shit storm starts where everybody else is like, yeah, man, I had that too. Like, would you rather your customers sit and bitch on your business page, or would you rather no. them reach out to you personally so you can handle the situation? Not saying yeah, that shit should levitate on top of your car. I'm just saying sometimes the things that, like, people expect, I'm like, oh, my God. So I got to regulate those pages because um, sometimes people will go AWOL on certain things, like the <laughs> won't open for somebody, and then everybody else gets pissed off, or I don't even know. And... So there's that, and then I have, it's a lot, and then I got consultations that come in sporadically throughout the day. I got phone calls, I got emails, Um, so yeah, I usually, it's like pretty much from when I like wake up to when I go to bed. Okay, so are you an all-woman business currently? Currently, yeah, and it's probably going to stay like that way, I don't know, um, My team I mean, is also, who, we're all we're all chicks entrepreneurs. Yeah, and so that's yeah, why I, I always I, gravitate to other women entrepreneurs. We're like it's so much fun just to see is. women like in the trenches every day. So it's yeah. not easy. A lot of people, no. lot of guys couldn't hack what you do or what I do all day every day. Yeah, it's not easy. It's definitely not. But I finally like I don't know. I um, it's, just, it's good to have Allie. 
That's awesome. Where do you see your business going in the next five years? Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Probably doing the same thing. Um, definitely, like, every single day, Allie gets more acclimated. And so um, that's really awesome. I definitely want to, like, I've gotten to do and experience, like, a lot of cool shit. And so it's nice to, like, have her in here because I want to be able to, like, highlight and shine that on her. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm doing, like, the IGL stuff now. So, like, I still do the detailing, but I just want somebody else to experience, you know, all the stuff that I get to do, whether it's, like, working on all the cool cars or, like, getting to drive them, um, you know, working hard and doing all that stuff, like, yeah, the money's good definitely in the summertime. Like, the wintertime kind of sucks. But, um, yeah, just getting her more, just having her grow. I just really want to. It sounds like you, like, want building a bigger life for her. Yeah, yeah. And then also doing, um, it would be nice to maybe come out with maybe another product. Um, having one product is nice, but the thing is, is like, I want to develop it. I don't want to just like. That's what I was going to say. Did you, would you do your own product line? Um, I don't know if I, I do like the co-branding thing because I don't have to like deal with all like the extra shit, but who knows? I mean, maybe I did always want to come out with like a cosmetology, cosmetic line. Um, yes, do it. Sexy bottles. Yes. Yeah, that would be cool. The the training thing, I do like doing that as well, but I also kind of want to do some stuff where I'm not as um, – summer times are really stressful with doing, like, the detailing and the IGL. I want to – and I just don't want to be so stressed out all the time. Like, not all the time, but, like, I do worry a lot, and I want to try and help as many people as possible. So that's why kind of, like, getting everything in order ahead of time. So when I do get, like, new accounts set up because – Mm-hmm. I have about 887 accounts around the country. Not all of them are active, but still getting them set up right away. So, you know, they don't have to ask. I do like to help them, but I want to make sure that they're set up so they don't have to ask as many questions and they're prepared right away getting started. Um, and, yeah, like having, like, videos and, like, I have an intro email for them. Because when I got started with IGL, we have about 50 different products. Um, I was overwhelmed. I'm like, I don't want to spend money on sure. shit that I don't know if it's going to work. So that's why I get right. them all prepared with everything. And then um, then they're pretty much good to go. And they just ask me kind of like minimal questions. Before, I just felt like I was like, because I just, I'd never been a sales rep before. So, yeah. um, you know, I didn't have a whole email prepared for them. I didn't have videos prepared for them. So I would kind of have to hold their hand a lot more. Now I just kind of, like, get them all prepared. They have everything they need. And then they just kind of, like, reach out to me if they want to, I guess, like, you know, vent sometimes. Like, sometimes as a detailer, like, talking to other detailers, it's nice to be able to, like, bitch about certain things. I get that. Realtors do the same exact thing. (laughs) When we all go to a room with one another. You're like, you can't believe this one deal. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. So it looks like you travel for work. Like, what are mm-hmm. your favorite places to travel? Or do you oh, do you only travel for work with how busy you are, or do you get to travel for fun too? Um, well, um, my boyfriend has a condo out in Vegas, so we do go out there a lot. Like, especially in the winter time, 
the yeah. summertime, um, I'm usually traveling for, like, certain work things. And then I'll go to Vegas when I can, but it's usually just for, like, a weekend or a few days. Traveling, I like, I ended up just getting an all-road, an Audi all-road last year. And I love that as, like, my um, work traveler. Because before that, I had, like, a Ultra Sport, which is a, has, like, 200,000 miles. So I was, like, hmm, kind of a little worried that possibly right. I might. Not saying I'm going to break down, but who knows. So yeah, you want to get stranded somewhere. Yeah. And this has got more room. I got a, t- like, Thule topper for it, so I can just put all my shit up there. Um, yeah. But, like, in all reality, what I wish I could do is I wish I could kind of, like, travel around, like, drive around the United States and then come back. But mm, the only place I've – I've only been able to, like, go over to Texas and over to the West Coast. I haven't really been able to drive over to the East Coast. But um, my favorite place to go, I do really like Texas. Texas is fun. Um, I don't really know if I love crawfish yet, but I do go out there and eat it. <laughs> um, I'm not a fan of crawfish either, but I do love Texas. It weirds me out. I do like when they're like in season, the back tail part, it's good. The front part where they say like you like. I'm about to, yeah, I'm like, I can't, I can't wrap my brain around that. No, it's rough. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Traveling fun. I, I do like it, but I also do like to get home and stay home and just chill out sometimes. That's awesome. Okay, so like on your IG or on your Instagram, you are showing cars that I've never, ever even seen on the road in Minnesota. And I mm-hmm. pay attention to cars. Mm-hmm. Who, whose cars are they and where where do they drive them? So uh, there is, like, for instance, I don't know how bad the, I don't know how bad it is if I disconnect this, but you got to see this one in here. It's pretty crazy. It is a, like, a F650. So we just did a, well, this one is nice. I think this is, like, what, an F8? I don't um, even know. Oh, so that's a Ferrari. This is a giant ship. Yeah, I was going to try and do my my interview inside there, but I didn't okay. want some. Um, that is massive. So she's showing me a video, so, like, no one's going to be able to see this video, but it's, like, the oh, biggest pickup truck ever. Oh, with three yeah. doors on the side of it. Yeah, Holy so crap. I actually detailed and coat, ceramic coated one of those, but it was bigger. So this is oh just an God. F- or a F650, but I did a, um international CXT. Um, I did that, like, I think it was, I don't know, three years ago, two, three years ago. But um, there, you'd be surprised, but, you know. How many people a lot that, of, that pickup truck hold? One, two, three, four, five, six, like, probably seven. Holy shit, that's gigantic. Mm-hmm. There's a lot and of someone, um, There's a lot of Someone in Minnesota owns that? Yeah, some guy, I think he's out in, like, by Waisata area or something like that. But a lot of the Insane. funny how how much money is in Minnesota, but people are pretty, like, I don't know, private or conservative on the, on the actual, like, yeah, a lot of going out and their cash like they do in Vegas and Miami yeah, and Los 100%. So a lot of some people are like, oh, it's, like, all farms and boring shit in Minnesota. And then you're like, well, mm-hmm. actually, no, it's not. There's. Right. Tons of like Fortune 500 companies here, and there's a shit ton of money here, but people right. don't people don't really know that right off the bat. 
Right. There are some people that come bring their vehicles in here and they're like, yeah, can you just like not post it? I don't want anybody knowing, you know, that I yeah. have that car. Yeah. I feel like I get that. Yeah. And that's why like now we have, and it's, we have do not enter signs in our um, parking lot just because we don't want people kind of like come around and take pictures because we just respect people's oh, privacy. Yeah. That yeah. totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't think about that kind of stuff about people's actual privacy. Yeah. But, wow. Okay, what are what are three to five things that people don't know about you? Oh, I think I wrote this down. Okay. Don't know where it is. Okay. So, um, I have a backpack obsession, which my boyfriend, he makes fun of me for, but he also contributes to it. So, that's <laughs> one. Because, like, for my birthday, he'll get me a backpack, and I'm like, you know, you're like, you already said what do you know? <laughs> Yeah. Um, I love to, I do like, like, the outdoors stuff. I grew up kind of like, I mean, you know our brain it is, but yeah. I like to fish and four-wheel and, um, you know, just go, like, be outside, I guess. I don't like the mosquitoes. I don't like poison ivy, but I do like being up north, um, and that sort of thing. Uh, I have, um, a freckle in one of my eyes. I have small ears, and I would definitely say that I a big con- contribution to, like, why I bust my ass has a lot to do with my dad. Um, I did lose my dad when I was younger, but and I used to get upset about it, like, for about 18 years, and then I just realized that, you know, I could sit there and be angry around, like, the day that he passed away or the day that... Um, it was his birthday or something like that. But then I just, you know, one year I just realized that, like, I need to celebrate around those days because I need to, mm-hmm. like, celebrate the time that I had with him with me and also, like, have him, like, live through me. So, like, there's little things that I do that I notice that, like, that's I got that from my dad. So, yeah, it's, um, it's really cool. He would probably want people. you to celebrate, wouldn't he? Mm-hmm, for sure. So I know that he would be very proud, and um, yeah, I just the guy he helped turn me into a freaking workaholic badass. I love but, yeah, that. I I know I'm kind of like a I have an issue. Like if any like my boyfriend, if he didn't work in the shop, I, I don't know. I really don't know many people that would be like okay with what I do because they I've dated other guys. They're always super insecure with like how much I'm on my phone doing work or me being at the shop and they want me to like, they just like don't sit there and support what, like what I'm trying to do. You know, it's like, if you don't understand what I'm trying to do and accomplish and you know, like it's fuck out of here. I'm sorry. <laughs> my well, you know, you're not with the right person if they can't handle like the, like the powerful yeah. boss babe that you are, that's not the right person for I, you then. So it sounds like yeah. you found the right one. I did. He's a great guy. Yeah. I like him. He's, he's he's constantly a jokester, which I'm like, can you just be serious for like one second? But, um, <laughs> so that, is it a good balance to your per- personality? If you're like drive, 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 workaholic, workaholic, is it good to have the Well, I'm a pretty big, yeah, I'm a pretty big 
like I like to be sarcastic too, but he's just like a giant child. But it's okay. He's a <laughs> he's a boss too, so it's good. Well, it sounds like it's a good match. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. What good. would you say to another woman who's afraid to like take take the leap to start their own business? You just gotta take the risk because um, shit is gonna be like super scary and it's also gonna be very exciting. But you gotta do it because. It's just the the fact of what you would think of, like, if, if you never did it, it's just always going to be in the back of your head. So might as well just do it. Um, yeah. That's what I did. It was freaking terrifying. And sometimes, I don't know, I got pushed to a certain extent where I was just like, fuck everybody. And I just, I had to do it. And um, sometimes you got to get pushed to that extent, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, well, you wouldn't know how it's going to turn out until you do it, right? Yeah, and literally, like, when I did it, I had absolutely nothing. Like, I was in debt, um, I'm pretty sure, like, after the first six months. And then, like, shit crumbled, like, when I got into my shop. um, You know, I went through a really bad relationship breakup. I had no money. Like, there was a point where I had the repo man after me. I was living in my shop, washing myself with a freaking hose. And I had, like, I don't know, it was pretty crazy. So if I can do it, anybody can do it. What kept you going? Just your was it just being pure stubborn? Were you like I'm doing totally this? that, totally that? And then also I knew it wasn't always going to be like that. I was like, okay, like shit's going to be rough for a little bit, but it just it wasn't always going to be like that. So that's just kind of like what kept me going. I love that. Thanks. You're a good example of like just perseverance and stick to it. Yeah, I mean, just surround yourself with people that like see your vision or your cheerleaders want you to succeed as much as you do. And um, don't be around people that are doing like, um, that are going to tear you down or aren't doing anything with their life. Not saying that like, but I'm just saying like, you want to be around people that are going to be excited about your ideas and want you to grow. And they're like, just do it. You know, I mean, obviously if it's unrealistic, I mean, you might not be able to do it like certain things, but um, for the most part, I mean, there's a quote that has been stuck in my head this all this whole last year as I launched my own real estate team, and it's the mm-hmm. average. Uh, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Mm-hmm. So I'm like really mindful of that now when I'm spending time with certain people. I'm like, right. like, do I want to be like here or do I want to be here? Like, right. and surrounding yourself with certain people will get you to where you want to be, or or the or the exact opposite. So yeah. that just really like rattles in the back of my brain constantly. Yeah, no, I've heard it before. It's it's good to, it's good thing to think about all the time. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Well, okay. If people want to learn more about you or get their car detailed with you, like where can mm-hmm. people find you? Um, people can find me on Instagram, Parsonology Koa. Um Facebook, I'm not really too much on there for, like, cosmetology. For, like, my personal Facebook, I am on there. But um, when it comes to friend requests, I'm not really the best at that. Usually, like, you got to send me a message just so I, like, can have, like, some sort of conversation with you. Um, you can always call um, 952-567-3170. It's probably found online as well, too. If you go on my website, cosmetology.com, that will kind of, you know, you can always send an email that way. 
Otherwise, it's cardsmythology at gmail.com. And I think you can find me on YouTube if you want to keep up to date with, like, my videos um, and stuff like that. I think you're, I saw you on TikTok, too. Oh, yeah, TikTok. That's, that's cardsmythology. Oh, my God. Okay. You can, like, really see, like, the highlight of how my boyfriend is on there. I'm not sure if you saw the video, but. No, but now I'm going to go look for it. You have to. It's hilarious. <laughs> like, he is, he is he's something else, that's all I can say. Okay, now I'm going to have to go look for that video. You have to. <laughs> just look for, like, a pair of shorts with, like, hair coming out of it. Let's just say that, okay? Oh, boy. <laughs> he found, like, an old pair of, like, I used to wear hair extensions before I knew that my hair actually grew. Um, and he found this old pair of hair extensions, and he, like, clipped them in his pants and, like, on his head. And then he, like, gave them a detail bay, and then he, like, walked around the whole shop and, like, talked to all of his texts with them on. And I'm like, you are, like, you are, like, something crazy. Else. There's something else. Yeah. Out of control. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it keeps it fun around there, for it's sure. It's fun, yeah. It's a lot of fun here. <laughs> That's for sure. I love that. Yeah, you have to well, come by sometime, Beth. I know, I know. That's when I'm like, hmm, I could use some ceramic on my car. Mm-hmm. Well, if you go through that tunnel wash, I'm not going to make you piss away money, so you can't do that. I'll clean it up okay. for you, though. Yeah, because, okay. like, people that come in and they want to get a ceramic, and if they go through the tunnel wash like that, um, I just don't want them to waste money. So usually when people come in, I want to find out what's best for them and their vehicle and okay. not make them waste money. All right. Left yeah. Yeah. Soon. I love that. Yeah. Jen, this yeah. was a super fun conversation. I appreciate I you know. being here. Thank you so much for having me. It was literally like one of my favorite interviews. <laughs> well, okay, Boss Bench Babe. I hope you learned something awesome about another badass Boss Babe. She happens to be here in the Twin Cities, but she'd be a great person to connect with if you want to learn more about what it takes all the grit and drive to be a successful businesswoman. So thanks, Jen, for being here. And until next time, uh, keep your face off a bus bench and keep being the badass boss babes that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.